Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones, and I am that host, Skits M. Jones. Um, First and foremost, right off the bat, I want to give a thank you and just the utmost gratitude to all of you listening right now. We broke 100 listeners, or not 100 listeners, 100 listens, 100 plays. I don't know. Y'all have been listening and I see that and I appreciate y'all. I just started doing this thing and the fact that y'all are coming out and listening to this shit, especially last episode. I know that was a long one and you know, a, a good number of you came out and listened to that and I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Um, I hope, you know, if, if it were people I used to work with in wrestling, I hope nobody's feelings are hurt or nothing like that. Um, that truly wasn't my intention. Um, I just needed to, need to get my, my shit out. You know, I needed to talk about what I'd done, what I, where I'd been, things like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a wild week of upheaval for me. And today's episode is going to be kind of about that, but in a, in a more abstract kind of way, because we're talking today about fear. Fear is one of the greatest motivating factors that 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 humanity knows. Fear is used to sell us things. Fear is made uh, fear is used to make us vote certain ways. Fear is made to drive us back into our primal selves uh so that we can be more easily manipulated because fear overrides a lot of our uh, ability to, you know, use good judgment and analysis and logic and shit like that. Fear turns us back into animals that fight, flight. Uh, oh God, there's, there's like three more people. People don't realize that. Like people always talk about fight or flight response, but there's actually other responses. Uh, fight, flight, friend, I believe is one of them. Uh, and freeze is another, um, you know, under, under, under great stress, people will behave in all sorts of ways. Uh, you know, fight or flight are the ones we're familiar with. You either fight against whatever is, is putting you in your state of panic or you run away from it. But some people also freeze like in, in a moment of, of terror, uh, the, the body just overrides the mind, locks everything up and you just freeze in place. Uh, the other thing is friend, you know, where you try and disarm whatever it is that is, uh, is engaging you in a negative fashion and you, you try and, uh, turn it in your favor. You try and, uh, you know, buddy up to it. Cause if you're on its side, maybe it won't hurt you. You know, and that those are, those are other human responses to fear or to stress or to violence or to, you know, things of, of that nature. Um, you know, so fear, fear is dangerous, you know, um, like I said, it's used to sell us things like, oh, you need to buy this thing. Cause if you don't buy this thing, you're not going to be safe or you're not going to be popular. Or you're not going to be cool or you're not going to be attractive or you're not going to be successful or you're not going to be whatever. And that fear that it, that, that people play upon, um, is effective. It's effective. That's why it's the most effective tool. If you look at our, our political system and I, you know, I've, I've told y'all I don't want this to be a political podcast, but like, look at how your politicians are talking to you. If they are telling you you need to be afraid of something, whether it's 
immigrants or whether it's heathens or whether it's, you know, uh, um, you know, terrorists or extremists or the gays or whatever people are telling you, you need to be afraid of whatever is going to erode the, the, the public discourse, whatever is going to destroy the fabric of our country, whatever's going to take things away from you. That's fear. They're using fear to sell you on keeping them in power because if they're kept in power, they get to just do whatever the fuck they want, which more times over not is just make money hand over fist, you know. So if your politicians are playing to you with fear, pay attention to that. Look at what they're trying to tell you to be afraid of because you're going to react like I said, not in a logical fashion. You're going to react in in a, a that animalistic lizard brain shit. You're going to get deep in your feels. You're not going to be in your thinks. You're going to be in your feels, and you're going to be like, "Oh, I'm scared. I need to do what they say, or things are going to go terrible." Um, and then you know, try and override that. Read studies. Look at statistics. Scholarly articles. You know, get away from that fucking blog post on Facebook. Get away from that, you know, that that talking head on the fucking 24-hour news network. Like, go look for the least biased takes possible and do your research and try and override that lizard brain shit. You know, fear is dangerous. And fear, I'm dealing with it right now. I'm going to be honest with you all. Fear is a big part of my life right now because I quit wrestling, because I quit that business. And as a, as a performer, that's a little terrifying for me because, it, granted, yeah, the, the, there are occasionally cancellations and things of that nature, and we don't need to get into that. We talked about that last episode. But by and large, being in the business, working for one company or, or a couple companies or whatever, meant I had guaranteed monthly bookings. There was guaranteed at least one to two shows that I would be on, that I would have a platform on, that I could have a merch table on, that I could advertise, that I could be productive with. Guaranteed, I was going to be able to perform. And as a performer, that's the fucking goal, right? Like, that's what we want to do. We want to have platforms. We want to have stages. We want to have microphones. We want to have an audience. We want that. That's the drive of a performer. And I gave that up for the uncertainty of having to be reliant on self to get shows, to get bookings, to get platform, um... You know, and, and the band, you know, I still have the band and I don't want to take away from the band because the band as a collective also, you know, does our thing. Uh, we've got that big uh, Doomed and Stoned Festival May 31st at Reggie's, which I'm so stoked for. So like, yes, I have that booking That's set. There will be more bookings for the band announced at some point. Uh, right now we're working on writing the new record. And oh, man, like I'm just going to tell you all right now. It's, it's going to be wild. It is, I am so excited for this. I am so uh, proud of the material that we've been working on. Um, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself with that. That's, we're not, we're not 
recording yet. Some of the songs are still being tinkered with. Um, but I've got Doomed and Stoned, and I'm stoked for that. Um, but in terms of like uh, being a solo performer, being a, a comic, it's now on me. It's now on me to get all my own bookings. It's now on me to make sure that I'm staying busy. And some of that's not going to be up to me. You know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be up to the bookers. It's going to be up to the venues. It's going to be up to, you know, whether or not I'm, I'm a good fit for the stage or, or what they're looking for, for any given month, or, um, whether there's room for me. Cause I'm, I'm now, I'm not in competition with anybody, but I kind of am. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be better than any other comic out there. I'm trying to be the best comic that I can be doing the thing that I do because the thing that I do is my thing. You know, I, I, I like to think that I'm not treading on the same ground too much as, as any other comic. I'm sure there's some universal shit that we all talk about. You know, I've been doing some material about depression lately and we've all, you know, performers, man, we all have mental health issues. It's what drives us to think we need an audience and think we need to be on a stage and, you know, vent our shit to people. Uh, whether it's depression, or narcissism, or uh, mania, or whatever it is, there's something pushing us, you know, abandonment issues, it's, it's, it is what it is, like, we've all got something, um, you know, so ideally, my something is just unique enough that, <laughs> that it, it makes me, in, you know, uh, an individual entity, um, but I am kind of competing, you know, we all, want that, that stage time. We all want that space. We all, and there's only so much available, you know? Yes, we're currently in a time where there are more, uh, shows popping up in the burbs, in the city than ever before. More different platforms, you know, whether it's podcasts or radio interviews or YouTube or, you know, shit doing, doing this thing, you know, getting it out on, on the streaming services. There's, a, 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 a breadth of platform available like there never was before, but it's still limited because as much as there's platform, there's people trying to get on that platform. And, you know, now I really need to buckle down. And if I want to be busy performing, I, I need to hustle harder than ever. And if I can't get shows then that means I'm not, I'm either not doing it right, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not, um, you know, whatever, there's, there's that element to it. And that can be, that can be terrifying to go from guaranteed bookings to, you know, now it's all kind of up in the air. It's all about, you know, making those connections and making those calls and sending those emails and submitting those clips and that's, you know, it's daunting. It's it's daunting to put yourself out there because rejection is a possibility. Failure is a possibility. Um, these are these are all elements that are are part are part and parcel of the deal um, that I haven't had to I haven't had to deal with in a while, you know, Um so there's fear there. There's fear, there's uncertainty. And 
Because my biggest fear is not being busy. Like, it, truth, that is, that is my biggest fear is, is it's the, the after the show lull. It's the, when you still hear echoes of performance, but you're currently just sitting in silence. That, that glitter crash that I've talked about in the past, that come down, and the fear of that come down is that you'll stay down. That there's no, there's nothing else on the horizon. There's no other bookings, there's no other shows, there's no other venues. And that is daunting. That, that really digs, you know, at the, at the mind. Because, man, that, there is nothing quieter than the quiet after the noise. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't know if any, if anyone else feels this way. I don't know. I I mean I know that glitter crash is a thing, obviously, because there's a fucking name for it. So it's obviously a, a fairly universal thing. But that that fear of the quiet. Um. It's it's really one of my main driving forces, which I don't know what that says about me. Uh, or, or how healthy or unhealthy that might be. But I, 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 that platform, that stage, that mic, that moment, that moment in front of an audience is everything. And everything seems muted after it. You know, the, the colors are dimmer. The, the sounds a little, a little dimmer, the lights a little dimmer, like that moment on stage, everything is crisp. Maybe not my mind. I I I struggle. <laughs> you know, the memory issues being what they are and, and all that. Um try and be as crisp as I can be. But you've noticed I um sometimes, you know, I've got I've got stutter brain, is what I call it. I will have a formulated thought and it just takes a moment to switch the brain into gear to get it moving sometimes. Um, so that's, that's what we're dealing with right now. But yeah, those, those moments when, when it's working or when it's not working, oh my God, when you're on a stage and it's not working and you need to figure out how to make it work, that's again, the, the, that animal brain kicks in that fear because it's like, oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting that crowd. Um, there's that's it's it's a wonderful puzzle and a challenge, and it's it's so ah, uh, it's 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 an addiction. Like once you're hooked on being on stage, it's there's nothing else like it. It it takes over your brain. It's all you think about. Like I sit. And think about the next time I get to get on stage. What am I going to say? What do I want to work on? What do I, you know, that's a large driving part of my day. That's what's on my mind now is when do I get to be on stage next? When do I get to be in front of a crowd next? Um, and so, yeah, that, that fear that there will be times when I just don't have anything. And even even the the best out there will have lulls and will have 
time. So, like, I know that that's just part and parcel for the thing. And I also realize I'm a year in, you know. I am new. I am not a seasoned comic. I'm a, I'm a fairly seasoned performer. I've been performing in one form or fashion, oh, God, for 31 years now. Uh, that's right. I was first uh, performing for crowds when I was five I was I was in a school choir, to be fair. Not a big deal. But it wasn't long before I was doing solo singing competitions and shit like that. I've always been in front of an audience and performing. And, you know, I, I regret that it took 36 years uh, for me to really be making a a run at it, be giving it that push. I really should have done this shit sooner. I was, I was telling somebody last night, um, who, who was, who was talking about, uh, being homeless or not homeless, uh, jobless, lost his job. Um, didn't, you know, didn't know what to do. And I was like, you're in the best situation right now. Cause it, it can only go up from here. Like you, A, you have time. Pursue the things you love. Try things out. Do the things. Because when you've got nothing to lose, you can give it everything. You know, I, I, I joked that I'm in a position, I got too much to lose. I got a job that takes care of me and pays me well. I've got a fiance who loves me. I've got uh, an apartment and bills and shit, you know, all that shit. Like I've got shit to lose. So it's, it's even more daunting to try and throw yourself at something for fear of letting something fall off or, or, or neglecting something with, you know, when you don't intend to, um, yeah, like rock bottom is the best place. I joke about that, but when there's nowhere to go, but up it's, it's, it's a a wild liberating feeling. That's why so many people with depression tend to blow their lives up. Uh, I I think I talked about this in a, in an earlier episode, I'm sure where I I talked about, you know, if something wasn't working for me back in the day, I'd just blow it up and do something else. Uh, You know, I'd move across country or join the military or quit my job or, you know, whatever. I was a chronic lever. Uh, I think is what my family called me. If something wasn't working, yeah, fuck it, I'm out. I'll go find something else. And, you know, being in a situation where there are things that I have to lose and I don't want to lose them, that's terrifying, you know? Um, Because I never cared before. I never cared about whether or not I'd lose anything because I didn't really care about the shit I had. Now I care about the shit I have, and that's 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 daunting. You know, there's a lot to that. And so fear and, and overcoming fear or, or working with your fear, cause like it's there, you know, you've got to deal with it. I'm not talking irrational shit, you know, like I'm, I'm afraid of spiders or whatever. That said, fuck spiders. I had a, I had a spider walk on me in my bed the, the not too long ago, man, damn near lost my mind. Like I am not, I'm not cool with spiders. I know. Say what you want about me. Fucking whatever. Uh, it's irrational as fuck, and I know it. Uh, but that's that lizard brain shit, you know. Um, but I'm I'm talking the 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 deep fears, the existential fears, the human fears, the 
the, you know, the fear of losing everything or the, or the fear of not living up to expectations, whether yours or that of other people, you know, those are, those are rough fears. And, you know, I, I wish I had uh, an answer for them. I don't, you know, because if I did, I'd probably be a fucking millionaire or some shit right now. You know, I'd write a, write a best-selling book, get on that, on that self-help train, you know. Um, but it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot to process. It's a lot to think about. Um, but we do the best we can, right? Like, that's, that's all we can do is just go out and try to do the things. And that's where I'm at. So it's, it's terrifying to have given up a something that was part of my life for over a decade and b the guaranteed platform um but that's why now i just need to redouble my efforts and and make shit happen and that's uh that's that's the goal that's going forward you know i i'm i'm building me i'm i'm building my thing my my personal brand my my the the business of self you know it's it's not about anyone else's product anymore it's not about anyone else's show it's not about getting you know other other people over i mean i look if there's people to put over i'm gonna put them over that's no no question about that um but it's it's a lot and that's where my mind's at right now, you know, is, is looking at that and, and wrestling with that fear and grappling with that fear. And I, I don't know what I intended to get out of this episode talking about fear. Maybe just, you know, if other people are dealing with this, maybe hearing it is good. You know, maybe for me, just getting it out is good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's something we all grapple with in one regard or another, especially performers, I'm sure, the the, the fear that drives us. Um, but we're all we're all making the best of it. We're all doing the best we can, right? I don't know. Hit me up on on any of the social medias, you know, at Skits Jones, or send me an email, skitsmjones at gmail.com. And, you know, uh, tell me, tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts on, on the fear. Tell me your thoughts on glitter crash. Tell me your thoughts on, uh, the, the building of, of your own personal brand or, you know, whatever drives you, um, or just shoot the shit, you know, fucking, is is there something you want me to talk about on the podcast? I know some of y'all are listening. I, I see the numbers now. So, if you have a, a topic or an idea or you want to come be a guest, locals only. I don't have the technology for anything else right now. Sorry. Uh, so Chicagoland area, I can I can work with you um, much beyond that. I, I don't I'm doing this on my phone, y'all. Um, I'm not the most technologically adept, nor do I have the equipment right now, but we're working on it. We're getting there. Um so yeah, hit me up on any of the socials. Let's talk about this shit. Let's let's figure it all out together. Uh, normally at this point, I would go to a break and then come back with your recommendations and your tarot pull and all that. Um, 
but I, uh, I was prepared today. I got all my shit ready before I started recording, so I don't need to go to break. So I'm just going to keep running with it. Uh, it's time for your recommendations. Here we go. First off, uh, the season three and what looks like the final season trailer for Legion on FX just dropped. Uh, that show's coming back pretty soon. I, I didn't write down the exact date. I said I was prepared. I didn't say I was like well prepared. I said it was prepared. Um, but Legion is one of my favorite shows. It's a wild mind fuck of a ride. It's been really enjoyable. Um, I love that the protagonist became, well, look, I'm not going to spoil any, anything. I don't know who's watching, who's not. There's two seasons to catch up on so far. It's on FX. I'm sure you can get it on like an FX app or something like that. Or maybe it's streaming somewhere else on a Hulu or whatnot. Um, but Legion is real good. A, Dan Stevens crushes this role. He is so good uh, as, as the, um, the series lead. Uh, and then one of my favorite fucking weirdos in Hollywood, uh, Aubrey Plaza, is, is in the show and is just maniacally delightful. Like, so fucking weird. She, to my estimation, is at her best when she's playing just a creepy fucking weirdo. And she does that in this series. It is so good. Um, Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords is in it. Um, there's, there's a ton of other people whose names absolutely escape me. And that's no shade on them. The whole cast is great. Everyone carries their, their weight. It's a, it's kind of a, a an X-Men property. Uh, Legion is, is a character from the X-Men comics, but, uh, and there's mutants in it. Like, obviously there's a lot of mutants, um, but it's not tied into any of the X universes that we've seen on television. It's very much a self-contained story. I know in comics, Legion is uh, Professor X's son, but that hasn't been a factor uh, in the series at all. It hasn't been addressed, really. Um, the Shadow King... Uh, makes an appearance in in the show. Uh, if you're familiar with the with the '90s X-Men comic, the Shadow King was the the major foil for Storm for a while, um, and uh, is a a big feature of this show. It's so good. I I don't know how else to describe it. There's a lot of surrealism, a lot of weirdness. If you're one for the mind-altering substances, you may get a greater enjoyment of some elements of this show. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just telling you your options. Um, but yeah, so Legion's coming back, and I'm super excited for that. If it is the, the final season, probably fine. I feel like they've told their story. You know, I, I feel like it's probably coming to a good conclusion. Um... So yeah, I'm fine with it. Usually I'm sad to see a, a show go. I'd rather see a show end on its own terms or with its own merits. And I, I think this one's doing that. It's not overstaying its welcome. So I'm I'm all right with a, a three-season arc. Uh, so yeah, Legion, 
If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Get caught up. Season two is about to kick off. Or season three, sorry. Um, so yeah, that's that. On to the music. Uh, first up, new song. Uh, uh, Lover Chanting by Little Dragon. It's a, a fun, dancey little bop. It's uh, it's pretty catchy. The video's super fun. If you watch the video on YouTube, it's got a... Uh, uh, like an online uh, MMO RPG uh, kind of kind of feel to it, uh, and if those it uh, acronyms didn't make any sense to you, you might not enjoy the video as much. Uh, but that's fine. It, it, listen to the song though; it's good. If you like dancey music, it's a dancey track. Uh, for the older track, I want to shout out going with uh, Three Days" by Jane's Addiction. It's Jane's Addiction is one of my favorite bands, and I I adore their fucking weirdness. That's one of my favorite things, um, and it's this in particular. It's a it's a ten minute song. It's a solid jam. It's got a killer groove, and it builds to an amazing crescendo. Uh, and it's a story about uh, a threesome, basically. Or it's more like a thruple. Like there's three people in the relationship with each other. It's it's not just the sex thing, but it's it's a wild ex- exploration of three lovers together. Um, so yeah, check that track out. It's great. And last but not least, let's get to your tarot reading. Today's card that we have pulled. Uh, it's from the Illus Tarot deck, and the the card is the Tower. Uh, and the Tower in this deck is represented by Feruza Balk's Nancy from The Craft, which, if you know me, you know that that's my fucking jam. That is my movie. That is my thing. I fucking love that movie. That is my go-to comfort watch. Uh, Feruza Balk is my crush forever. She is delightful. Um, so I'm, I'm always delighted to see her. However, uh, that is tempered by the fact that this is one of the most dreaded cards in the tarot deck is the tower because the tower is all about upheaval. The tower is about chaotic change. It is, it is chaos. It is shit falling apart, having to leave stuff behind. It's about release. And you have to embrace the tower when it comes up. You have to go into it willingly. If you fight this shit, you will run into so much trouble because change is inevitable. Upheaval is inevitable. Life is not a stagnant thing. Life is constant ripples in water. Um, so you've you've got to roll with it when the tower comes up. You've got to be on board with the change. You can't fight that shit. You've got to embrace the chaos. And uh, that's something that I, you know, shit, we just did a whole episode about fear uh, stemming from a major change in my fucking life. So believe me, I fucking get it. This shit is, oh, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's. I'm <laughs> look how flustered I am. I can't even think of words to describe the damn thing that we're talking about. Change. Change is messy. Like me and this podcast. I am the hot mess on the mic, the trash fire of talk after all. Uh 
So when the tower comes up, your shit's going to be in disarray and you've kind of got to just embrace that a little bit and roll with the change. Look to what's coming. Don't cling to shit. Don't try and put the don't if you're if you're scrambling to try and hold pieces together as it's falling apart around you, you're going to get crushed by it. So get out the way and let the shit shake out and then, you know, go about your business from there. Deal with the rubble, deal with the destruction and build something new out of it. Take the take the parts and pieces and build some new shit. Get on the new new. And that's yeah, that's it. That's the deal. That's that's your 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 tarot pull for the day. Um I hope y'all got something out of this episode. I hope y'all enjoy it. I hope y'all keep coming back around. It's it's been wonderful talking I guess at you all, like we're not in the midst of a conversation yet. Uh you can if you go on the anchor app uh, anchor.com, or like I said, the, the app, it's on all the platforms. You can leave me, uh, voice comments and shit. Like it's like leaving a voicemail. If you've got some shit that you want to say that you would like played on this podcast, fucking go to anchor and leave me a fucking little voice message and I'll listen and I'll incorporate that shit. Like I said, if you've got things you want me to talk about, Hit me up on the social medias at Skits Jones on pretty much everything uh, or Skits M Jones at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll continue these conversations. Uh, thank you all so much. And, you know, as always, keep that trash fire burning.